0: Another week of It's Just My Thoughts and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. So what's up, y'all? We are for another week. Um so let's just recap my week. My week has been pretty crazy. Um I found out on Tuesday that one of my good friends passed away. Um so I um have pretty much been I've been pretty sad all week. Um you know I think when it came to finding out about, um, you know, her death and just the unknown of everything, um, and it was completely just unexpected. But I, I, I wish that I was able to um, express just how much they meant to me and, um, you know, say something, anything. I always wonder sometimes when it comes to death, is it easier when it's expected opposed to when it's unexpected? And I've had two of those instances before, um, where I've had, I've had to expect the death, you know, last year of my grandmother and then, um, earlier this year. And then, you know, even when my dad passed away, that was unexpected. Um, but it all hurts the same. Um, this one really hurts though. Uh, so that's pretty much what I've been dealing with all week. Just trying not to sink too much into sadness. Um, I definitely think it's important too, that while, you have someone in front of you, it's important to tell your loved ones and people you care about just how much you care about them, how much you love them. Um, I do try to do that more often. Um, especially this year alone, I think I've been more expressive just of my feelings in general, um, towards people that I care about. But I wanted to start by saying that to you guys, like, you know, um, don't take that for granted people that's right in front of you every day, because, um, you know, it's just been crazy, you know, as far as like the amount of loss this, this whole year. So I'm definitely going through that and, um, I'm trying to think what else happened to me this week. Um, I think that's pretty much been it. Um, yeah. So let's just jump into motivational Monday. So for motivational Monday, I have a quote, if you can stay positive in a negative situation, you win. I think right now with so much chaos and craziness in the world, Uh, trying to stay positive and maintain that is most important and it's not the easiest thing to do. So, um, that's something that I try to preach every week. And so just something to keep in mind. So for my black excellence this week, um, I chose blue Ivy Carter. She's narrating the hair love audiobook from Oscar winner, Matthew Sherry. I talked about, uh, hair love on one of these episodes. Um, and, uh, I actually listened to it. It It's so cute. Uh, she did a really good job. It's really cool how I feel like, um, Jay and, uh, and Beyonce kind of put her in spaces that still allows her to still be a child, but at the same time, like really kind of like growing her own brand for herself. So that's pretty cool. It's pretty dope. Um, if you have any kids, definitely, I would definitely suggest downloading the audiobook um, and taking a listen to it. All right. So let's just jump into some hot topics. I don't have many today because I feel like There's just been so much shit going on, but uh, I don't know. I don't even know if it's half the shit that's going on. Do I really want to talk about it or not? So let's just get into what I got. So next weekend, I'm going to be in DC. I'm going with one of my sorority sisters, um, Elena. Y'all know Elena. She's been on two episodes. We're going, we're hanging out, um, chilling. And it's funny because I've been kind of like uh, a little nervous because I'm like, oh, you know, DC is kind of fucking crazy. And then just going into this week, Um, They in DC had a, okay, let me tell you this. They had a a MAGA million man march or whatever, where it was the uh, pro-Trump people and uh, let's see, basically pro-Trump people. And it was other people too, but they basically were um, trying to protest against the election, saying that the election was rigged. So they all decided to get together and um, I guess do a march. What was crazy was when I was looking at it, um, Trump drove through, uh, waving out the window in the car. It's just fucking insane. Like, I'm just like, dude, you need to concede you lost. We need to move forward as a country under a new leadership and is ridiculous because I feel like that he's trying to create a race war. And that's how I feel like, because, you know, they were protesting and then, It was counter protesters that came out and it's complete fucking chaos in the streets. And obviously, you know, it's mostly kind of like black against white and it's really fucking sad and definitely should not be fucking happening at all. And I do not understand how people support this man. I I really don't. Um, I really don't. I, I, I don't know. I try not to say that too often, but I really don't at this point because, you know, I think when you... Um, like I said last week, like when you kind of like make it seem like to, to Americans who have the right to vote, who take the right to vote serious. And it's our, you know, civil duty. When you sit and kind of like, um, make it seem like it's a farce and everything else like, you know, that basically takes away the credibility of, of voting and everything else. So it's just a damn shame. Like it, it wasn't rigged. You lost, you need to concede and you need to, you know, help transition Biden, president Biden into the the next person coming into the next seat and so you know it's just ridiculous and when I saw that I was like you know it makes you nervous um it makes me nervous and I'm already a scary person in general but it still just makes me nervous you know because I feel like now people are just outwardly just racist and it's ridiculous um and it's sad you know it's sad to be in in 2020 and, and we're still talking about the same shit it's just ridiculous but um I don't know. Uh that was all I really wanted to discuss in regards to that. But let's just go into some mess, right? So I think, let's see, I'm not sure which episode it was, but it was a few episodes ago. I talked about John Gray. This is the thing. This is the thing that's interesting about John Gray. So I did learn from this post that he recently put up, and that's what I'm talking about. He put up a post to his wife. I was gonna read it, but I'm not gonna read it. I'm just gonna kind of paraphrase and just kind of give an overview. He basically put up a post to his wife, you know, apologizing again. Basically saying like, you know, he knows he's fucked up plenty of times and he's going to keep, you know, apologizing and putting it out there Um, and, you know, basically putting himself in the spotlight in regards to it because he's trying to do right by her. Here's the thing though. I mean, do you feel like, do you feel like his wife really want to be in the spotlight in regards to that? Like, I feel like my husband cheated on me. Um, Okay. You already apologized before. I don't need y'all ass to be going on social media and all that shit. Keep, keep overly fucking apologizing. Cause this is like his third apology for cheating, even though he claims he never had a sexual relationship because you gotta remember the first time that he had a, um, you know, a relationship that was emotional relationship is what he's saying. He emotionally cheats. He bought his wife, uh, um, a car matching cars. And they renewed their vows. Then he was caught again and then he was called again, like nine months later after the, after the second time. And uh, I don't know, like, I, what I did learn though, from the post is that I didn't know that he stepped down, um, as pastor at Relentless Church. Now that was actually kind of interesting because this is like his third or fourth indiscretion. He never stepped down. And so I, I didn't think that he was going to, I personally felt like he should have, right? Um, which leads to me, my next person, same subject. Um, cause I had this comment. I asked people their opinions about this. Cause I wanted to see other people's opinions, um, in regards to my own opinion. Um, so pastor Carl, I'm not sure if y'all know who pastor Carl is. Uh, he was the, he was the pastor of a mega church, um, Hillsong. Yeah. Hillsong church in New York. Um, you probably saw him when Justin Bieber was going through his, uh, um, healing process. And he was, uh, Justin Bieber's preacher. Um, that was like a year or so ago. Um, I'm trying to think where she might see him. You've seen him all over. I mean, he travels, you know, and, um, big, huge, uh, name. And so he basically came out a couple weeks ago. They, they announced that he was fired. Well first they announced he was under investigation for moral failures and I was like, what is a moral failure, failure, you know, like, what is that? So I didn't know what he had done to be fired from moral, moral So That could be anything. Right. So then it comes out that basically during COVID, he had a five month affair with this woman. The, the woman came out and she basically now was spilling all the tea. Now let's pause. What I don't like about her spilling the tea is, which always irritates me with the other woman, right? Is the fact of you were cool with starting a sexual relationship with him you were cool with having sex with him knowing he was married you were cool with the whole entire affair and now that this shit is over now you want to go to the tabloids and tell everybody about it and I think that's kind of fucked up like he definitely shouldn't have cheated and he definitely shouldn't have been having an affair um but I just think it's weird when people go out and then want to complain or then throw people under the bus but you were the one having an affair with a married person I also feel like too um I was listening to this, I was listening to this podcast and they basically were saying that, and they're friends with pastor Carl and they basically was like, um, they just didn't feel like that the church should have fired him. Um, they feel like that people make mistakes and yada, 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 which I agree. But here's the thing. Um, and this is coming from Mika who uh, you guys know, I'm a, I'm a loose Christian. So I'm not like a super holy roller where I feel like I'm going to throw the Bible at you. Right. So I do feel like when you are in a level of leadership and you're praying over people and you're worshiping with people and you're, you know, guiding people in their marriages and how to, you know, handle their family and, and, you know, to live in a Christian way. Um, I feel like you have to be strong. Right. Um, and I do feel like, and this is coming from someone who, you know, when I was younger, like, obviously I've cheated in relationships before, Um, you know, in my early days, like when I was a young adult, like not fully a woman. Um, and so I don't understand, like if you make the choice with your wife, that you're in a monogamous relationship with each other, I don't understand why it's so difficult for people to be faithful in that space. Right. So with him being a preacher, I do think that even though we're all human, We all make mistakes, but I do think that you're kind of held to a higher standard because you are over, I mean, you're a preacher, like you're, you're, you, you're living, you should be living under, like, you know, walking in the, in the light of God and you're preaching and praying to other people. So I think that when things like that happen, like indiscretions, even though I get it, you know, shit happens, but I also feel like you do come to a point right before you do shit wrong where you do have a choice. I know every time I've done something, um, there is a moment where you think there's been times that I even might have in my mind that I want to do something. And then that moment comes where you think, and that stopped me plenty of times from not making mistakes or doing things that I know is wrong. So him as a preacher, I mean, you know, having sex with someone on your wife is wrong. Um, so do I think that he should have gotten fired? When I listen to the podcast, they feel like he shouldn't have, but I also feel like men hold other men to different standards. And I feel like a man, for whatever reason, I don't know when this was created. I think men are held at different standards than women are like a man can show on his wife a million times and you're kind of coarse or, or you're kind of, the woman is kind of coarse and kind of like say like, Oh, you know, he's a man, forgive him. You know, um, men have penises. They don't think, but a woman could have one indiscretion and a man can never forgive her. I've seen it a million times, a million times. A woman cannot cheat on a man. A man can cheat on a woman and, and feel that he should be forgiven. But I think, but when it comes to men, men do not easily forgive women for cheating or any kind of indiscretion. And because of this indiscretion by Pastor Carl, he was fired and his wife was fired from the church. So you have the public shaming. Um, you have now, you have a rift in your marriage. They also have children that they share together and now you both are fired so you have public shame from that as well I don't know I don't know I just when I just say think about cheating and all that shit like I just think it is shit worth it and that's what has that's pretty much what has stopped me and to be completely honest with you like being a Christian and you know like I'm you know a loose Christian like I'm not I don't fully follow, follow every single thing. Like, you know, um, like some people, like I, I kind of interpret things like the way, the way I read them. I'm not one of those type people, but at the same time, like I was telling my child, like what I love about religion and why I think religion is so important is because for me, and this is for me, it gives you a moral compass, right? So it kind of like gives you the blueprint of what it, of what being a good person is. Like kind of like, what, what do you need to do to be a good person? Right. So with that being said, like, I feel like if you follow the teachings of the Bible and you follow them and they're basically telling you, you know, you shouldn't lie, you know, shouldn't do all these things, um, shouldn't commit adultery. And if you just follow it, it pretty much gives you the blueprint of being a good person. That's what I think. And so that's pretty much what I did. So times that like I, in present day, like t- if it's times like I, you know, have thoughts or cause we're all human, we all have thoughts that might not be the greatest thoughts in the world and everything else. But, um, times that I do the things that help me kind of stay on track or steer me in the right direction is that, um, you know, I'll pray about it or read my Bible and that's, and that's pretty much kind of, you know, what I do. So I guess when I look at these, both of these preachers, um, I was surprised that John Gray actually stepped down in his church and I wasn't surprised that Hillsong, um, fire pastor Carl. And I mean, I agree with it. I, I do. And when I listened to the podcast, they were, this other podcast they were talking about and they were basically saying that, um, they feel like, because he was used to the attention, like with him traveling and all of that, they feel like that the, um, they feel like that the, like he basically met the woman in a park. Like I think she came to a prayer session or something. They met in the park and they feel like since he wasn't getting all the attention that he needed or that he's used to getting or accustomed to getting like, you know, from him traveling around. Um, so the fact that we were in COVID, it just kind of just happened to where he um, just cheated. And, but I'm like, how is that even an excuse though? So I don't know. I just think that when you have an agreement with your wife and you get married Um, you know, you're, you're held a different standard then. And I do think as a preacher, you are held at a different standard then too. Um, but I do think that also on the flip side of that, just playing, just, I guess, playing devil's advocate and kind of contradicting myself. I guess I wonder sometimes, like, is it fair to hold them at a different standard, even though they preachers are still humans? They're like, they're still just men like everybody else. So I don't know. I think so though. But y'all tell me what y'all think in regards to that. Um share your thoughts on on the post when I post this and we talk about it. All right. So I think that's all I have for Hot Topics. Just some entertainment news. So this week, I think it's this week. I think it's Thursday, I wanna say. I don't know. T I and Jeezy um versus. I think that's this week coming. Um I don't know who I got, but I am gonna watch it though. I'm gonna tune into that. And then they also announced too that coming is gonna be Outcast versus a Tribe called Quest. And that's fucking dope. So I'm actually, I love outcast. Like I'm a huge outcast fan. So I'm actually really excited about that shit. Um, they haven't announced a date for that though. So I don't know when that's going to be. And it was something else I wanted to say in regards to TV this week. If y'all watched The Crown, that's my favorite show on Netflix. That started this week. Oh, what else? It was something else I wanted to say. I don't know what else I want to say about TV, but also, um, president Barack Obama book comes out on Tuesday. I have a pre-order. So my book is going to be here on Tuesday. Um, that book is like almost 800 pages, but I'm really excited about it. It's called a Promised land. So make sure you guys pick that up too. I think what I'm going to do in regards to, um, president Obama book, I think I'm going to, I'm, I'm already getting the book, but I think I'm also going to download the audio book because he actually, uh, is doing his own, Uh, reading his own book. And so I think it'll be nice to hear him read his own book. So I think I'm going to do that. I bought Michelle book. Um, when that came out becoming, I read that. And then I, I did not get the audio book, but I wanted to, and I think it's still on like my want list because I heard like actually hearing her, um, read it was actually really phenomenal. So I plan to do that this time, I think, for Barack Obama's book. I'm pretty positive I plan to do that. Um, But I'm excited to read it. My book list is insane. I did hit my reading goal, too, y'all. I I meant to tell y'all that I hit that uh, a month and a half ago, I think. So now I'm just reading everything. But um, this year, by far, what's helped me keep my sanity this year has been reading. Like, you have no idea. Some days, like, I don't even turn on the TV. I just get off work. You know parlay around and then i read for the rest of the night and it's so fucking relaxing and so calming it's just been my saving grace this year so that leads into my thought of the week and kind of some of the stuff i wanted to discuss so with all the craziness in the world i've kind of done a mental health checkpoint periodically throughout this year so today for the thought of the week i want to do some mental health checkpoint and i want to just go over managing stress and and how are we doing that um so let's just get into that conversation. All right. So for the thought of the week this week, I wanted to discuss managing stress. And especially right now, because you know, honestly, we're still in the middle of COVID. It's still here going into 2021. Um, I don't see it right now we're seeing surges, I think like in almost every state, except for like six. Um, I think more and more when you're out, you see more people without masks and things like that. And just kind of carelessness towards it. Um, it could be due to the the leadership that was in place in regards to it. Um, but yeah, it's happening. Um, and I will say, I mean, it sucks. I, and I'm, I'm sure I, I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. Like I pretty much still have pretty much been in the house, Um, which I'm, I've been pretty fine with that. Um, but it's, you know, it's been kind of like, you know, it sucks sometimes when you are at a point where, you know, you're going into the fall winter, you want to get out the house, you got the holidays coming. And for me, I've been trying to figure out what does the holidays look like for me this year? Um, as far as like, just with family and things like that. And so I think, you know, honestly, like all of us are pretty much doing really small events, like kind of just, um, sticking to that. Um, and that can be hard because I'm very much like a family person. I want to see my friends holiday times and things like that and do gifts exchange and stuff like that. And so we all have been trying to, you know, have conversations about what exactly it is that we're going to do, um, in regards to that. And so that can give you a little bit of stress for me. I, I think where my stress has come from has been mainly work, but it hasn't been that work has been stressful for me. It's been that I feel like I have had a higher level of anxiety and stress lately. And so it's made work extremely hard for me. So even though like work is not hard, it's becoming difficult for me. Um, so I did take, how many days I take off? I think I took four days off next week. Um, going into the next week just to give myself just a mental, a mental break, a reset. Um, and I felt like that was important because when you feel, you know, um, you know, when you feel stressed out and you starting to feel kind of clouded, you know, I think it's important for you to kind of do a temperature check on yourself. And so that's what I did for myself. And especially with, you know, me experiencing a loss this week and all that, like, I just needed time to feel and time to just kind of be in, be in my feelings and be fine with that. And just not have to, I really didn't want to put on a face. I just didn't want to. And so that's why I took days off. I did have, a I did go to therapy last week and it actually was a really good session, but I did, I just didn't want to have to push through my day. And so that's why I, I took some days off and, um, and me and Elena were going to DC and I think that we're going to, uh, just like, you know, walk around national mall, maybe hit a museum or something like keep it really simple. Cause we are in COVID and just kind of not try to be, um, you know, out and about in, in a crazy way, but, um, you know, walk around and see some of the monuments and things like that outside. So I think we're kind of going to do that and just keep it simple, but just getting away and just disconnecting is just going to be nice. And I think it was needed, you know, for both of us. And so that was one of the ways, um, that I was trying to just think of things that I can kind of do to kind of stay, uh, you know, positive in some kind of way. So I have some stress management tips, especially if you're feeling just overwhelmed and also during this time too um this is usually a time where you start feeling burnt out especially going into the holiday season because you know we don't even know what to expect with anything um even shopping wise is all different this year uh thank god that you know the child turns 18 this year he turns 18 in 2 weeks and so he's not really wanting too much of anything So we don't really have too much stress in regards to that in regards to him. Thank the Lord. So, okay, some, so some stress management tips, um, keep a positive attitude, accept that there are events that you cannot control, be assertive instead of aggressive, learn and practice relaxation techniques such as meditation, yoga, things like that, um, exercise regularly and eat, uh, healthy, well-balanced meals. Also, I do want to point out too, which I definitely fall the victim of this a lot. um, At times when you feel stressed out or you feel overwhelmed, even though like, you know, at the end of the workday for me, like I always like to have a glass of wine or something like that, but that's not always a good thing to automatically go to uh, mixing relaxation with um, alcohol because alcohol can be a depressant. So if you drink enough of it, you know bring you down instead of bringing you up so it can make you you know more depressing what you might already be feeling um me personally you know just being completely transparent you know i've been on a funk for the past month and a half really two months and i'm just kind of digging myself out of it and so for me i've really and i think i've talked about it on here like i've spent a lot of time just being quiet and just kind of just um being to myself which hasn't always been a good thing as far as like me as a friend um I'm going to have to definitely go back and probably have some conversations with people because I mean, I just don't really, I haven't really been talking much in general. And that's not always a good thing, um, to kind of close yourself off to people. And I do that sometimes. Um, and that's something I have to actually work on. And I feel like I've kind of done that somewhat now. And I try not to as much, um, for, for some of my friends, large majority of them, I kind of have told them like, look, you know, I'm kind of in a funk right now, you know, I'm trying to get through it. And so you know, I might not always necessarily be there or want to hang out or something like that because um, I really just kind of just have been trying to just get it together. And, and you know, um, for me, when I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed, I also tell like my family, even my friends, like just to let them know. But also like I don't have the um, I don't have the mental capacity right now to take on take on somebody else's shit. And so I just be completely honest. Like sometimes, you know, we don't realize because, you know, you might call your homegirl, you know, you might call a family member and you're just unloading about what you have going on. But sometimes people don't always be in a headspace to where they want to hear what you got going on because they're dealing with their own shit. And so I just be honest about that. And I put up those boundaries and that's helped me so much. I went over boundaries in therapy and we just kind of went through the whole process of like what that looks like. Um, what that entails with people like, you know, and things like that. And were I able to do that? And now that I know how to put up boundaries with people, like I'm able to tell you, listen, this is what I got right now. This is all I have right now. And I can't give you any more than that. So, you know, that, that, that's been pretty cool. Um, you know, just being able to have those honest conversations. And that's what I do uh, as far as like, just, um, just putting up boundaries and coming in and, and understanding myself. Like I'm pretty in tune with myself at this point. So I, I know what I need to do and that's what I do. Now, and that's hard for a lot of people. I just had a conversation with my friends the other day and she's telling me all this stuff. And I'm like, girl, like boundaries, 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 but it took me years to learn boundaries. And like that it's okay to say no to people and it's okay to protect your peace. Um, so yeah, so that was something that I had to, that I had to learn. I also feel like at the beginning of COVID, when we were like at the beginning of like lockdown, you saw so many people, you know, doing Zoom and doing the calls and still trying to maintain that. And now I see, I feel like you see less of that. I think uh, while we're in the middle of this space, because we don't know if this keeps surging, we don't know if we're gonna go back and lockdown again, right? So I think that we should wear our mask. We should be responsible, but we should also check on our village. And what I mean by village, like your people, you know, the people that you care about, check on them, call them, FaceTime them. And it's, and it's more than just, um, calling sometimes or texting. I'm horrible at texting people. Like I'll text you all fucking day and I won't call you. But now I think it's important for you to actually lay eyes on people, right? So if you're not physically seeing them, then you need to FaceTime them and actually, you know, lay eyes on them just to make sure they're okay. Because you can't always read people, um, you know, demeanor and things like that through a text message. So, um, I think that's another big thing that we need to go back to doing is check on each other, be kind to each other and, you know, communicate. And if you feel off or you feel down, communicate, talk to your village you know, if you don't have a therapist or something like that, if you're someone that you feel safe with in a safe space, talk to them, communicate and tell them how you feel. Because um, I think this year has been difficult for everyone and trying to manage it and figure it out is hard. And the only reason why I even am somewhat good about it is only because like I've, I kind of like, uh, have learned these tools through therapy and I've been there before a really fucking long time. So, um, even before COVID, like I've had to work on like managing my stress and, you know, not getting overwhelmed and not putting too much on my plate and all that stuff. And so it can be really hard. And I also had to learn how to put up boundaries with people, especially when it's moments that I need to protect my own mental health. If that's all that I have in my, you know, my mental capacity tank. Uh, I had to learn to put up those boundaries to protect that. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, you know, definitely just talk to people. Journal, that's another big one that I tell people all the time if you feel something you might not want to talk about it journal 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 you know um write it down you know i carry a journal with me but i also have notes in my phone so if it's a moment that i don't have my journal with me or something like that i just have a um, an area in my phone where i can write notes to myself and just things that pop up my mind just to go ahead and get it out so those are things that i want you to just consider i wanted to just have a uh a quick conversation about it because we all in this shit right now and you know it's difficult man it really is so um so yeah so just check on your village communicate talk to each other um you know let's work on being kind to each other as well all right so that's all i had today's so this week for the thought of the week um let's see i'm not sure if i'm going to have an episode next week because i'm going to be in dc over the weekend so i'm not sure what when i'm going to get back but I may, I may have an all hot topics episode and just give you that. Um, I might can record early before I leave. So I'm going to see. So I may or may not have an episode next week. We'll see. Um, let's see. I don't have any other announcements really. Um, don't forget to follow, follow, follow. Um, I'm on every streaming platform. Um, you know, like leave feedback, uh, And then you can find me on social media. So my Twitter is at IJMTPodcast. You can always find me there. You can find me on Instagram. It's at, it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. Um, My email is IJMTPodcast at gmail.com. Like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you. (music)